Hey, everybody, it's that time again. That's right, to Believe Sports Business, uh, sports media heard around the world on Pod Clips. I'm Fred, along with Art Source, former kicker for the Rams and the Trojans of USC. And uh, we talk business, and we talk sports, and we talk media, and uh, we talk about anything uh, that you guys like to talk about. You can email us at sportsfred at aol.com, sportsfred at aol.com. Numero uno, number one. Tom Brenneman, big name in Cincinnati for years, son of Marty. Uh, obviously, uh, last year, of course, Tom forgot his mic was on, and he said uh, an anti-gay slur, and he lost all his jobs, Fox and uh, the Reds and whatever. Art Source, he's now doing high school sports in Cincinnati. Any comments, Art Source? Well, you know, at a certain point in time, Fred, I think, you know, once you've done your penance, and, I mean, he does, he is an excellent broadcaster. Yes. I don't know what was going on that night. And, you know, I can't, I can't vouch for anything he said. You can't say that. We all know. That's just not, not the way things are, are supposed to be done. But he has been out a year, and he was the number two guy at Fox Sports. And he comes from, you know, a great lineage. His dad, I grew up listening to his dad when I lived in Columbus, Ohio on WLW. And Marty was a great broadcaster, and Tom's a good man. I remember it when he was in the desert working for the Arizona Diamondbacks when I lived there. He seemed like a genuine, really nice guy. You know, I hope he gets another chance, Fred, because I, I think everybody in, in life deserves a second chance if they've learned from their mistakes. Art, uh, you know, there's a certain rule in uh, radio or TV that uh, we've all been burned and we all should have learned is that uh, always presume somebody's listening to you. I'll never forget this. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I'll never forget, I think it was 1984-5, I'm doing color for the L.A. Lasers on KFOX in Redondo Beach, and we go to halftime, and I say on the air that, uh, no, we'll be back uh, in a few minutes after uh, some uh, the news update and, and some commercials, and uh, I turned to uh, the play-by-play guy, and I forgot who it was, and I said, I am now going to uh, urinate for 10 minutes. And uh, so uh, I come into the station the next morning, and the program director, program director says to me, his name is Jim Dulce, he says, how was that urination? That wasn't the word he used, of course. But uh, I learned. I mean, everybody uh, sometimes, uh, you know, forgets that that mic is always on. Any stories in your life, Art, about the mic being on when you didn't know it was on? Oh, many times, many times. I mean, you know, we always laugh about Jim Healy and, and the... And the uh, you know, Robert W. Morgan in the Ray Malabasi incident years ago when, you know, he was on the pre on the early morning show. Sure. He fell asleep. And, you know, that's not that bad. But I remember many a times doing AAA baseball where, you know, you looked at your producer engineer and he said, no, we're still off the air. And, you know, I, I would always kind of question just a little bit. And, and less is more in broadcasting. And the neat thing is nowadays, with Sirius Satellite and XM Radio, you know, you get away with a lot more, but you still can't get homophobic on people. But now here's what's exciting to me, all right? We have the Olympiad ready to roll. Countries are dropping out like flies. No fans. I call it sans fans. Um, what are your thoughts on all this, Fred? I mean, are we ready to really have an Olympic Games? 
Of course not. There's not. It's not even open to conjecture. But that word that we use, greed, is the uh, number uno, number one, and uh, we're talking billions of dollars as far as media coverage. I L L I O N S, Fred. Yeah. I uh, never realized that NBC Universal paid the kind of money they paid for the four networks that, that are going to be carrying the various programming. I mean, it blows my mind when I saw the billions of dollars, and that's just. One country, the United States, never mind the other 155 to 165 countries that also had to pay the, the Olympic rights to broadcast these games. You know, We're uh, going to see. I'm praying everything will be okay, Fred, but I have a lot of trepidation in my heart. Well, again, uh, you hear stories that beyond belief. There's a uh, uh, deaf and blind swimmer, um, and I forgot her name, and I apologize for this. They wouldn't allow her mom to come with her to Tokyo to be like an assistant, obviously, to take care of her because of the uh, COVID-19. Now, you can argue, you know, you can't make an exception. I'm sorry. This young lady won three events in the Paralympics last uh, time uh, and five years ago. And and now she's so she's canceled. She said, I'm not going. Uh, you know, you hear it's just a story that you you, know, you want to cry because I don't know what the answer is, but the bottom line is the answer is we shouldn't be holding the Olympic Games. And you know, NBC, I have I have the Peacock uh, thing on my iPhone, and they've got some good shows there, but it hasn't grown as quickly as NBC Comcast has thought it would, and they're presuming that the Olympics might help a lot as far as Peacock is concerned. I'm telling you the truth. There's nobody who loved the Olympics since the age of eight, as far as I'm concerned. But I'm not sure that Peacock's going to be helped a lot by the Olympics. I'm not sure people are going to be watching if there are no fans and there aren't going to be any fans. But, you know, that's the excitement of it all. Like, we went through all this with COVID-19 last year. Basketball in the bubble in the NBA. The NCAA, you know, stuck in for the for the Final Four in Indianapolis. Um you know, you look at the NFL without people. And remember years ago we used to joke about the game becoming, sports becoming a studio game? Yeah. Isn't it amazing how it all came full circle? And, I mean, I wonder about the adrenaline of Bruce Jenner, you know, going after the decathlon in uh, in Montreal back in, in 19, I believe it was six, was it 72? Yeah, 72. You know, then you had the, what happened in, in, you know, in Germany in the, in the late 60s. And, you know, you go back to the Tokyo Olympics in 64 when I was a little kid and, you know, actually going and watching Bob Hayes win the 100 meters, you know, and and it's always been such a a fantastic epiphany of greatness, you know, whether you're talking about Mark Spitz or, you know, you go down the line, you know, even Juan John Carlos and, you know, the, the Black Power Movement. And there were so many great moments over the years but it was all compelled by crowd and by adrenaline. And I'm wondering if you're going to see the same kind of athletic feats and performances. Folks, what do you say uh, right here on Believe uh, Sports Business Sports Media? Also heard around the world on Pod Clips. Email us at sportsfred at AOL.com. Sportsfred at AOL.com. We're taping this at... Uh, 4:09 Pacific time on Thursday, July 22nd, and after hey, 17. Hey, Fred, did you hear? Did you hear what happened to the Jets' offensive coordinator and quarterback coach? No, what happened today? Greg, Greg Knapp, longtime Broncos, longtime 49er assistant. 
he was out for a cruise. You know, they're in the middle of getting ready for training camp, and he was on his bicycle. He got forced off the road. He was in the hospital. Uh, a good buddy of mine who works for the Jets called me about 20 minutes ago and said that he had passed away oh, at 58 no. years old. Just the saddest thing. And, I mean, i got to wonder if there's like a – between the Angels and the Jets, which of these teams has the biggest black cloud around them? Angels, but it's close. Uh, and, and, the, and, the, and the bottom line, I honestly think, not in this case, but uh, every day another athlete who we love passed away, an entertainer passed away, it seems. COVID-19 is really weird. It's not. I don't think it's just the, the cases where you cough and you can't breathe and you go to the hospital. I think your immune system is attacked in other ways, and it's why people 58 and 62 and 72 uh, dying before their also, time. You also have that other thing, Fred, which is people getting very depressed. Yep. You're having anxiety. You're having depression. You're having you know people turning to drugs. Um, people need people. Barbara Streisand sang it eloquently. Yes. And I think after 18 months of going through this, now we have the Delta variant and a few other variants. You know, we're just getting worn down. And I think at a certain point in time, this this society, this culture needs to get its act together. And, and I mean, I, I swear to God, the transparency, you got to wear a mask, you don't wear a mask. You do this, you do that. Nobody has the answers. And, you know, how tough is it to get a shot and protect yourself and protect other people? Well, don't you find it astounding that uh, the turtle in Kentucky says 97% of the people that end up in the hospital now are non-vaccinated people. I mean, I'm totally shocked he's so strong about that. 97%. And, I mean, folks, you got to wake up. And, and, yet, and, yet, and yet, Fred, on the other side of the, the coin, this is how weird it is. In England, they're saying that 60% of the hospitalizations are people who actually did take the shot. Now, they haven't discussed which shot they took, whether sure. it was the Johnson Johnson shot or the two or the two from Moderna. Right. I think they're going to find out this Johnson & Johnson one shot has an efficacy way below where they think it is. I think you might be right about that. Folks, there's so much to talk about beyond just sports. Sports permeates all aspects of our society, the political, the economic, How sociological. How about Bryce Young, the quarterback from Alabama? Did you read that? How much, a million dollars? He's never even played a meaningful, had a, hasn't had a meaningful start at Alabama, a redshirt freshman. I mean, he broke all the records in modern day, and modern day is legendary for their quarterbacks. Barkley, Godek the whole way, JT Daniels. But, I mean, the kid is, is approaching a million dollars through creative artists in the uh, name, image, and likeness deal. Unbelievable. Well, wait a minute. Tell us the truth, Art. And he's you're 124 years of age, so you were an old guy in 1980 when you were playing for the Trojans of SC. You were they were paying you close to a million, weren't they? Oh, well, it wasn't quite. I think they were about two zeros shy of that. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, you can email us at sportsfred at aol.com. Sportsfred at aol.com. Since we're talking the media. Let's see. Maria Taylor now has left ESPN, and everybody says seven or eight mil for NBC. Meanwhile, Rachel Nichols and Stephen Smith remain not even suspended. Any comments, Art Source? I wonder what Jimmy Pitaro and uh, his predecessor, Skipper there, John Skipper. We know John Skipper had a little problem with the nose candy, but uh, I'm wondering really what the hell's going on at ESPN. 
because, uh, you know, the worldwide leader in sports, the mothership, as Dan Patrick used to call him, <laughs> at one time, Sports Center was can't miss. You know what I mean? Sure. And I don't care if it was Dan, Dan you know, Bob Lee, if it was uh, Chris Berman, all the greats, Charlie Steiner, who was awesome at that in his boxing coverage. They have lost a roster of Hall of Fame broadcasters, and now they're trying to saddle me with this ESPN+. Plus. And, you know, I'm looking at Kenny Mayne. When's Kenny Mayne going to pop up? I mean, like the bad Penny he is. I loved him. He was so irreverent. But what is going on with the leadership at ESPN, Fred? I think they're in a mess, and uh, I think the whole sports world and sports media is in a mess, to tell you the truth. Again, you can email us at sportsfred at AO.com. Right here on Believe Sports Media, heard around the world on Pod Clips also. And uh, the NBA ratings for the championship series were down 34% from two years ago. Now, don't count last year because, uh, you know, nobody was watching uh, because there were no fans. This year there were fans again, down 34% uh, from the, the last uh, time we met for a championship when there were fans in the stands. Any thoughts? Well, you know, it, it amazes me because Giannis Antetokounmpo, thank God I said that right, <laughs> he played such a great game six to close out the Phoenix Suns. I mean, what was he, 16 out of 17 from the free throw line? I think he what ended up... What kind of odds could you have got on, in Vegas on that? Yeah. And he's such a refreshing interview. I mean, he's talking about kids, you know, going out there and having dreams and it's you know, and then I'm listening to a bunch of the guys Broussard on Fox saying he'll never be the face of the NBA because he can't do this. And I'm thinking that's exactly who should be the face of the NBA. An international star who loves America, who, who is, is, is just the most refreshing thing you ever heard, not really discussing politics, making kids feel good about, you know, achieving and, and going for their dreams. Come on, man. That really, you know, and, and, and for them to poo-poo him and say, oh, he just doesn't quite, the guy plays 110%, Fred. He was all over the court those last three games. They were down two games to none and came back and swept Phoenix. Now, I didn't have a strong opinion until our friend on Sports Overnight America, the world's worst uh, sports handicapper, Mark Mancini, <laughs> loved the Bucks. Right? Yeah, no, folks... If you lost your house, I'm sorry, but that was a real rarity. He got it right. He said it from the beginning, uh, fear the deer. And, of course, yeah. now when he said that, I said, well, we got to go for Arizona. you got you got to go for the club, the club from Phoenix. Uh, and I'm saying to myself. Said, a perfect storm had to happen for him to make that, that, <laughs> that pick up true. I mean, you had a lot of teams lose a lot of key players, you know. And, and I mean, I look at the Nets. If the Nets have their three players. There's no way Milwaukee gets out of that series, you know. So a lot of things had to line up perfectly for the Bucks to win it. And I got to give their their coach a little credit for for you know being two. I mean, I got to tell you, Holiday and Middleton, I didn't realize they were as good as they were. Because how many games did we really get to see with Milwaukee this year? Very few. But you know what? Yeah. I, I, one of the positives for me was when. Uh, Portis, Bobby Portis, who's very talented, but he's too excitable. When Middleton stared him and talked to him and he says, we can't afford any technicals, stop it. And Portis sort of calmed down. I really enjoyed 
one player saying that to another player. I, I just think it, Isn't it was, that awesome when you see a leader a leader like that emerge? Yeah, that's I mean, leadership. I, totally. You don't see a lot of that in professional sports in the NBA. I was also really piqued by the fact that they played great defense. Both teams gave tremendous efforts, and it was so much of a pleasure to see guys play great defense in the, in the last three games of that series. I mean, and I and I was I I knew these games were not going to go over 222. I just All started right. playing the over under because when they start playing defense, it's a whole different league. All right, uh, final thought today on. Uh... Believe sports uh, business, sports media heard on pod clips around the world. Final word from Art Source. Ben Roethlisberger, he's on the Tom Brady diet. He he turned sideways the other day, and, and nobody could see him. It was amazing. So the Steelers, he took a salary cut. Now the Steelers are out there. They got a hold of a really good linebacker in Bell Ingram. All of a sudden, the Steelers are starting to spend some money. I think they're starting to realize they got a great running back and they need to get a couple of offensive linemen and a defensive end to go with TJ. Watch out for those Pittsburgh Steelers. They're under the radar, 50-1 to 1 in Las Vegas. Let me ask you a question. I, I think I read uh, he took a $14 million pay cut. Did he really, or is that money put elsewhere where he's going to get it? That, money, that money's going to be there for him 25 years from now. Fred. Okay, so he's really not taking a pay cut. Is it's, that the bottom line? It's a deferring... You know, it's, it's a preferred deal where I think it all goes back to Bobby Bonilla. Yeah. He, oh, a million dollars for, what, 25 years? Yeah. I mean, he's still going to get paid this year. This is the last year. And what he did is he lived on that 1.3, and then he'd, he'd live on the million, and then put the 0.3 back in. The next year he'd put the 0.35 back in. So it kept building on itself. And what a brilliant way of doing it. And he had no agent either, Fred. He did this with a certified financial planner. Love it. All right, I'll see you next week uh, right here on Believe uh, Sports Business Sports Media, heard on pod clips around the world. And, of course, uh, tomorrow around the world on Sports Overnight America. Look forward to it, Fred. Thank you very much. Mario, as usual, great job. And uh, we'll see you tomorrow on Sports Overnight America. And, folks, we'll see you next week right here on Believe Sports Business Sports Media. Bye, everybody.